And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian who's still recovering from a wild bachelor party last night. He was in shock that Ari would propose to Becca if, she, if he was still in love with Lauren. And also, he was high on cocaine. It's Jordan Morris. And she's a very funny lady who writes for Bob's Burgers, but only when she's not out terrorizing poor Helen Hunt. It's Wendy Molyneux. Chef Jeff is here to talk about his new fast casual Polynesian fusion restaurant, the Tiki Tika Masala Masaya's Tiki Tika Taco Takeout. I'm her husband, Daniel. Say hop on board. Love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Austin Rosen. Hello, my little Haas and Pfeffers. It's me, Allison. That carbohydrate, and I don't even know if that is a carbohydrate, was submitted on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, via Mario Flores. And if anyone knows what Haas and Pfeffer is specifically, let's hear it in a couple minutes. Uh, I would like to say hello to my guests. I know it was on Laverne and Shirley. I think it might be rabbit, so it's not carbohydrate, unless it like is some kind of bready thing of which i'm unaware but i feel like i know all the breads hi jordan morris hi i think hassan Fever, i think i think you're right when you say rabbit isn't it what elmer fudd was always trying to make bugs bunny into oh really yeah oh, really it's breaded breaded rabbit maybe. like like rabbit parmesan yeah maybe that sounds nice or On like chicken chicken fried hassan pfeffer sounds lean sounds nice and lean yeah i can't i can't get into the i don't even know if it's game meat but i can't get into I, the that kind of thing. I think it's peppered hassan is what it is. It probably is. You're probably it's right. It's feffered hassan. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think that's right. Pfeffered. Anyway, mm. Jordan, it is wonderful Hi. to see you. It's good to be here. Looking forward to catching up. Last time I saw you was in San Francisco. That's right. Um, I won a game against Andy Kindler. <laughs> yeah, boy, what a... Tr- Not oh, Andy Andy, Andy Richter. <laughs> Andy Richter. The other Andy. The I other love- comedy. There's two comedy Andys. You mix them My up My brain sometimes. was thinking... Richter. You and my brain were, was thinking Rooney, actually. And then I don't know what happened. You were uh, you were a great guest on our uh, live episode of Jordan, Jesse, Jesse Go we did in San Francisco. And uh, yeah, you destroyed Richter. I forget what the game was, but you really kicked his ass at it. It was figuring out... You guys had a list of pot... It was either a pot dispensary, a startup, or made up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say uh, the American Gladiator hamster ball game, but we don't have the budget for that. No. What a, yeah, I'm probably just misremembering the night. But it was similar. Yeah. Very similar. It had the same energy. <laughs> really, the American Gladiator really hamster ball competition. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the show, Wendy Molyneux. Thanks, Allison. I didn't see you in San Francisco. I know. I remember. I flew there. I sent you an evite, and mm-hmm. you didn't come. Yeah. It was... Um, Rude. It was rude of me. I'm sorry. I had a whole thing planned for us. It was going to be super What were we going to do? Um, fishermen's. I got us two big um, like sea lion suits. <laughs> and we were going to go out mm. with the sea lions near yeah. Fisherman's Wharf and just loll about. That sounds like a I dream. Love, that sounds like a dream. Loll, Doesn't it? I love lolling. Yeah, we were going to loll about. There just wasn't time in my schedule specifically in San Francisco for lolling. I know, but this was a different weekend. 
Remember, I flew up there yeah. and then I sent you an invitation. You sent a card you to your house. You the invitation first, but... I know. I just took a chance on love, yeah. I guess, and it didn't pay <laughs> off. You didn't want to come. Um, it's fine. I think it's already come up on this show, but after college, you briefly lived in San Francisco. Oh, God, and yeah. And someone I threw... Did. And a, a man threw a crab at you. Yeah. We've talked about this literally on your show uh, before. I know. I you're the, the old, only person. You're the keeper of this memory. It's, it's the old San Francisco drive-by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a man tried to throw a crab at me. I just loved the story because <laughs> Wendy and I went, Jared, Jordan might not know, Wendy and I went to college together. We like to bore people talking about it. didn't know We've that. known each other what forever. fun. Yeah. I would love to hear eight <laughs> stories about it. Well, <laughs> then, the thing is, I found graduating was a rude awakening to suddenly find myself in the real world. And yes. it just wasn't at all what I was prepared for and wasn't what I was expecting. And um, I feel like Wendy's san francisco crab experience really typified that mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah. was it weren't, wasn't the whole thing just this is a fun way to start very dispiriting and like oh, oh. yeah I, I just was like i'll move to san francisco surely everyone will love me there sure. <laughs> i'll be i'll get asked to <laughs> join earth wind and fire i'll be the talk of the town that's yeah. what i thought um, when i moved to san francisco here comes the toast of the town <laughs> yeah um and i mean v- new york yeah, rapidly I realized I did not have. I was just talking to somebody about this today that it, I had acquired no skills in college. Right. That I was like good at school, but they don't. San Francisco is into school. <laughs> in, uh, in they New have York, schools there. In New York, they threw a crab at you, but it was better because of the tap water. Mm-hmm. The tap exactly. water makes yeah. the pearled crabs better. But, yeah. Do you think the, the the lack of skills was picked up on by the San Franciscans, and that's why the crab was tossed your way? No, it was just the fact <laughs> if you don't have skills, you cannot get a good job right away. Uh, so I yeah. just scrambled to like make a living, and this was the first dot com boom because I'm old, mm-hmm. and so it was like mm-hmm. it was a real estate crunch. And like, just, it was a total failure. I had so many things happen to me within nine hmm. months. And then after nine months, I woke up one day and I was like, oh, I could leave. And then I <laughs> left because I was like, this is not good. Whatever's happening to me here. What, where were you working up there? I worked lots of places. I worked at a cafe called the Squat and Gobble, which is still there. Hmm. Um, I was the, a temp. Oh, the Squat did, Gobble or the Squat and Gobble? The Squat and Gobble. Okay. So yeah. you're doing, it's two different things. You're doing both. The, okay. the image is like It's also a website. Hens. Don't Google it. Mm. <laughs> It's like sitting down or turkeys. I don't know. You squat and then you gobble it up. Mm-hmm. But then the image was like too. I guess it would make more sense if it was turkeys, which gobble. You haven't said hello to Daniel yet. And I feel really nervous about it. They know. They know. By the way, here. I saw a guy yesterday who uh, walked like a chicken. Did you, you did? remember that, Allison? Yes, I, he, he did jut, his head he jutted, jutted his out head with every step. With each step. Oh, my God. Where were we? Is there a Mrs. walks around like a chicken? <laughs> She did the arms and he did the... I, oh, oh, boy. All the good ones. I guess there uh, is. All the good ones are <laughs> yes. gay or so already casual. have a chicken wife. Yeah, they nice already have a know. chicken wife. Nice to know there's someone for everyone. Yeah. So you worked at the squat and gobble. Oh, God, we're back on this. <laughs> we yep. are. Yep, yep. And then I was like a temp. I worked at like a lot of places as a temp. And then... Was the squat and gobble in the Castro where the the gayness of the name would have been appreciated mm-hmm. there was one in the castro and then there was one in the lower hate and one in the upper hate and i worked at the upper hate and gotcha. i would here's here's what i think typifies wendy circa i guess this was 1997 mm-hmm. and 98 was so like i worked at squat and gobble and a, a woman who lived in the park because it was very near the park, Golden Gate Park, came in and she started picking food off people's plates and being a little bit aggressive. And I said to her, I said, if you don't mind, if you would just go outside, 
I will make you a box of food and I will bring it out to you. So that's like naive college Wendy or whatever. I was like, I'll, I'll bring it out to you. Saving <laughs> so, the world one box at a time. Right, right, right. So I made her her box of food and I walked out and I gave it to her. She goes, okay, thanks. When you get off work, I'm going to come back here and stab you in the heart. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, that's like I mean, it was like just thing after thing, what? sort of like that, where I was very I didn't realize how sheltered oh I was, and that I I shouldn't like I couldn't quite like figure out how to live, how to make a living, how to like get a place to live. I like lived yes. five places. Did she say it so matter months. of fact like oh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm yep. I'm she hung up on the stab you in the heart fine. thing. It's fine. Was she, she didn't stab me in the by heart? The, by the no, act? she was she was mentally ill. Yeah, sure. Um, which was very evident when she was walking around. But to me, I was still in that mindset. You know, I was 21 years Mm -hmm. old and I was like, or 22. um, I I guess I was 21 when I moved up there. But I was just, you know, and now that sounds very young to me. But at the time, I was like, I am a full grown adult and I know what I'm doing. But I didn't realize how sort of like naive and sheltered I was. And then stuff like that just would happen over and over again. Probably that's how the crab happened. That's why I love. Yeah. Even it feels as if I'm saying I love your pain and I don't. I'm just saying I love the concentrated dose of someone from Pomona College squirted out into the real world getting a crab thrown at them. Because that's like I didn't get a crab thrown at me, but I had the same kind of experience after college, too. Yeah, I didn't have any kind of um, like like wall up yet, which now I would just be like, I see this situation developing a mile away. I'm going to stay away Mm -hmm. from it. Like one night I helped a lady. (laughs) I'm not sure I would um, see that coming but raise 96 she told me she needed 96 dollars to get on a bus to get away from her abusive husband so mm-hmm. i stood on the street with her and helped her panhandle that's wow. so sweet and we made 96 dollars. it happened pretty fast so it's like pretty good at panhandling honestly mm-hmm. and then i gave her the money and i'm like like now i see probably she didn't need that money for mm-hmm. a bus fare to get away from an abusive husband she was maybe gonna buy drugs with it one more but question one more quick fine. question i know yes. we're getting away from the crab and on yes. to other stories and then general themes mm-hmm. um which is good yeah was oh, yeah. the crab mm-hmm. alive i just need yeah, to know yes. and then we can move there's on there's a live crab he had it in his coat great great <laughs> Yeah, it, it how did coat. it come out? Like, paint the picture because I don't think I've heard this well, story. Because I don't remember it that well anymore. But I was somewhere near downtown. There's like an opera building, and then there's like some sort of park, and you could sit and eat your lunch there. I was probably having one of my terrible temp jobs, and then I got my lunch, and I was sitting out there. And a man, like I, I wouldn't move away from people who seemed like bad news because I thought, like, oh, that's insulting. I won't Exa- move away from yeah, this person. Not going like to judge news. you. I'm not judging you. And then he sat near me, and he was just kind of like <laughs> at me. And then eventually, he reached in his coat and pulled out a crab. And I think I was still sort of frozen. And it was <laughs> yeah. a sizable crab. And you're that trying was to act, moving. not judge at this point. No, I think I, so I you also were okay would just with freeze. the soft grunting that he was. Yeah, doing. that was fine. You're oh like, my god, it's fine. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, you. Yeah. Also, like when I sat next to like a masturbator on the train, I just like sort of quietly sat there and waited for my stop. <laughs> and then I got up and left and I didn't even like tell the police or anything. I mean, I was just very like passive and frozen sure. also. Well, you don't want to kink shame him. Yeah. No, I didn't want to kink shame him for almost ejaculating on me on a train. <laughs> now I would be like, what the fuck? Like right. I would be really mad and like say something. But yeah, time the wasn't time, up yet. A crab, yeah, and different so then ta- different time. Mm-hmm. I sort of like s- probably smiled at the guy's crab <laughs> when he showed it to me, just to be like, "Yeah, great crab, dude!" Pet and crab. then he threw it at me, and I ran away. <laughs> did he wow. say anything, or was it just no? A- I, so he, he did. He seemed the crab impaired, first. perhaps uh, impaired by a substance, perhaps uh, otherwise impaired. But yeah, he threw. It. He showed it to me first, and then then threw it at me as if as if a warning. 
He gave you a warning. Well, but see, I don't. I don't think someone's showing you a crab as a warning. No, I don't either. Throw it at you. Yeah, that reminds me of one time. Can I tell a different story? But real quick, you know who else has a pretty amazing story? Is the crab. But go ahead. Yeah, (laughs) nobody's asking that crab about his day. (laughs) He had a crazy day. But I don't. I think people like like this happened to my husband and I. We went to see um, Lost in Translation. You know, which is like a quiet, independent film, Mm -hmm. and we were at the Grove, and we were up. There's a balcony area. And the the Grove had just, like, it was fairly new or whatever. It was, a, like, a really nice theater. And everybody would go there as, like, you know, your nice movie date. Mm. So we were sitting up in the balcony area. And there weren't that many people there. And one couple sat behind, right directly behind us. And we're, like, halfway through the movie. And the guy just leans forward from the couple and goes, fair warning. And then the woman vomits <laughs> everywhere. The fair gross, like, fish-smelling, crazy vomit. And Jeff and I instantly, like, without even talking, stood up and moved all the way to the other side of the theater. But ever since then, we always go, like, fair warning. Like, that doesn't mean someone's going to throw up on you. But it also absolves him of all guilt. You say fair warning. Right. He didn't elaborate. He just said fair warning. And so, like, I feel like that's the equivalent of of showing a crab. Like, there's no indication you're going to throw that crab. Yeah. Because that was, what, his pet, his dinner, who knows? But I didn't think he was going to throw it at me. It seemed like he wanted to keep it. I like what a a proper warning, fair warning warning, fair warning. Is. it's not yeah. like like hunker down she's gonna puke you yeah. know which it was is just like, this is i'm with someone who's puking in public fair warning madame <laughs> and up until that it's not like they'd been talking or seemed drunk or anything it's just out of nowhere she just wow vomited a disgusting smelling vomit and on that the doesn't actually sound like fair warning no, no. it's really not yeah, no. it's not it, no, no, you're barely in fair, there warning. Is fair like fair would have been that when we sat down he leaned forward and said in 45 minutes my girlfriend's gonna vomit <laughs> right or any That's kind of fair. heads up fair warning yeah fair warning's what he thought to say to warn you I, it was I've, so crazy that I still sort of can't I can't put the pieces of that yeah, story like, together of how, like what it, was going on with them why was she vomiting and how did he know yeah because we didn't hear a peep out <laughs> of them it wasn't like they seemed drunk they weren't talking nothing he it's, just, a, it's he, like they planned it it is sort it of like it does seem like this was all part of a, a scheme yeah he should have just yelled know. hot soup <laughs> yeah, that would have been, well, been good. I just love the idea that in his mind, if something bad's about to happen, if you say fair warning, off the hook, you're yeah. absolved. It's all yeah. good. Hey, fair warning. You know? Hello, exactly. Daniel. Oh, hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I may um, or may not make you sing. I probably won't because no, Daniel no, no, informed no, no, me last no, night that he's not no. my monkey. Mm. I don't want to sing. Mm. What if I asked Daniel State this Park one? No, next I said right, swim. Next right. <laughs> Old I've Town said, State Park, next right, next right. I feel like I've said weird things too. When I tried to say that I thought I was going to be the toast of the town when I moved to New York, I don't know if anyone paid attention to this. Did I actually say when I moved to San Francisco? You did, yes. and you did, then yeah. you corrected yourself. Yes, I did. The kind of stepping on what you were saying in the midst of it, just because I had to clear the record that I did not move to San Francisco. But it was weird that it came out of my mouth. Yeah. I'm not quite myself today. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. How's your butthole this week? Uh, I think it might be time to go to a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, I would like to thank everyone for sending me Kristen Bell's Instagram story and the clip of her on the Joel McHale show talking about her family having pinworms. I've received it 
no less than like 455 times. <laughs> but I appreciate that everyone now associates me with pinworms. Oh my God. And then Do you have them? No, I'm just afraid. I didn't know what they were until about a year uh, ago. And now I'm just afraid of them all the time. That's the video you were watching was pinworms? No, no, no. That was something that I reached via watching that pinworm video. So she, she's watching some video about parasites. And then I dream that I have parasites and wake up with this pain in my stomach. And now... I'm just convinced I had parasites. So and I you. tried to explain that I don't think a pain in your stomach is how you'd know you have parasites. I, but I think a worm in your butt is how you'd know. You, that is a way that you would know. Because a worm think- in a butt is not something else. Like the <laughs> pain in your stomach could <laughs> yeah. be a number of things. The worm <laughs> right. in your butt it's, is not something else. It's not else. like, oh, you have a fever. Right. <laughs> you have just, a worm in your you're butt. You're just hungry. <laughs> yeah, you're just hungry. You're tired. Oh, I'm so tired. I have a granola like bar. Doctor, I have a worm in my butt. Or I've just, maybe I'm just tired. Doctor, yeah. I, I think I have the flu or a cold. Oh, what are the symptoms? Well, I have a... <laughs> A worm in my butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I um I strained a muscle in my arm. Oh yeah. yeah what's going on? I have a worm in my butt. <laughs> Worms in my butt. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, when you have a worm in your butt, it's just dehydration. Oh yeah, that's so, yeah, true. If you don't drink a lot of water, water, yeah, water yeah, you get a worm a in your butt. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's true. Well, yeah. If uh, the way that you know know you have worms is you just smush some banana in your hand and then you hold it under your butt and worms love bananas. They'll just come out and. No oh, one. that's nice. Well, yeah. I'm doing that anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you just hold a banana under yeah. your butt. Yeah, the old squat and gobble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you squat, to, he gobbles. It's a yeah. great way to get attention at parties is hold a banana <laughs> right under your butt. Because it says icebreaker. Right. It's also like the end of you being at the party. So you break the ice, they ask you to leave, you're done with the party. Yeah. And I hate fucking parties, so it's perfect. But before you but, but before you do it, you have to say fair warning. Fair warning. Fair warning, a worm's coming out. Yeah. By the way, I'm by about the way. to coax a worm out of my ass with mushed up banana. If a fucking worm crawled out of my butt, I would have to move in with my, psych- my psychologist. Like, I would not be able to be comfortable in my body ever again. Hmm. Hmm. That would yeah, I'm trying me. to think of the grossest thing that's ever happened to me and how... It's, it has it affected the rest of my life. But I don't think I have anything even close to a worm coming out of yeah. my body. Well, you have school-aged children, though. Has pinworms yeah. not been part of your life? No, my si- my sisters, one of my sister's children, I think, or several of them have yeah. had them. But I, and they ha- she had to go in in the middle of the night mm-hmm. with a flashlight and look on their butt to see oh, the worms. Jesus. They come out and play at night. Oh, <laughs> They're nocturnal and fun. Like <laughs> the fun worms and the freaks worms. come out at night. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I have not. No one's had pinworms. They have, my kids have been relentlessly sick for like 10 days, but it seems to be fading now. Worm so I'm free. fine. Yeah, it's not worms. It's like fevers. Somebody vomited. Mm. You do like get really immune to vomit when you have children. Like I just hold the towel out and they vomit and I can feel the warmth of the vomit on my mm. hands. Like when I was younger, if someone vomited, I vomited. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much it affected me. And now... They might as well have like given me like handed me a hairbrush. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, here's some vomit. Now I'll put it in the wash. Interesting Fine. that you go with a towel. That's enough. My parents used to yeah. hand. This is a weird thing. They used to hand me like a giant pasta pot, hmm. like a pot. Yeah, that you would sometimes boil use a bucket. You do okay. Yeah, sometimes. but you, a bucket is normal. But like but a cooking utensil kid, is not. An older kid knows to use a bucket, mm-hmm. but uh, like Jose's two and a half. I'm holding a towel out for like that's the best he right like, i don't know if he would know what to do with the bowl he'd my- probably think i was trying to get him to eat something or something <laughs> i don't know okay speaking of butts as we were just a moment ago you know it'll make your butt look really good true religion jeans do you have a hard time finding the perfect fitting jeans that are also comfortable is your favorite pair of jeans worn out do you need a new favorite pair for your closet 
get yourself some true religion jeans. Um, the fit is their focus. So their, their precision fit makes them the most comfortable and flattering jeans on the market. And they have a true fit for shapes from size 23 to 38. True religion jeans are made with softer fabric that keeps its shape and won't fade. And they're made with dyes that withstand 40 laundry cycles without fade. So true religion believes that no matter what your body type or your style, there's a true fit for you. They have the Jenny, the Hallie, the Billy, skinny, high rise, boot cut, straight and retro inspired wide leg. And they have more than just jeans. They have t-shirts, dresses, jackets for men and women. Um, and I was super excited. So I am, I do not like a skinny leg jean and I feel like that's all, I don't like skinny leg and I don't like cropped for me personally. I think they look really good on other people, but for me personally, they don't look good. So I was ecstatic is not an understatement to go to the true religion website and find that you can just click on boot cut and flare, which is the style that I prefer. And they have boot cut and flare in a fin a variety of different, uh, rinses or different like washes. And I tend to like dark boot cut or flare. So that's what I got myself. And I'm very excited, super comfortable. And I'm super excited about the fact that they're going to keep their shape. Are you ready to get the perfect fitting, most comfortable, most flattering pair of jeans? Right now, True Religion is giving my listeners $50 off a pair of regular price denim when you use my code ROSEN at checkout. So do what I did and go to truereligion.com and enter my code ROSEN for $50 off your regular price denim order. Go to truereligion.com for complete details. Okay, and we're back. Uh, let's see. So much stuff to get into. If you haven't listened to my Monday episode with Stephanie Whittles Wax, uh, sister of Harris Whittles, beloved comedy writer who died of a heroin overdose three years ago, um, it's a sad, it's sad at times, but it's actually also a funny episode. Um, she's really interesting and insightful, and she wrote a book about her experience losing him. She wrote it in real time, pretty except for the first month, um, when she says that she was just too catatonic. But after that, it was like in real time, and it was really. I said it on the episode. The first at the very beginning, I was crying like every one point five pages, and I'm like, "How am I going to get through this?" And then at a certain point, I I literally thought, "I don't want this book to ever end." Um, I just wanted to spend more time hearing her talk to me. So then I did that on my podcast. So listen to that. Um, my book comes out April tenth. I have felt really weird and like I'm on the verge of having a panic attack today. And I wanted... Is that related? No. Okay. No, not at all. Um, no, it's it's so stupid. I feel like... I Like today is one of those... I don't know if you guys have this at all, where like you know what it is that the haters might say about you. Mm. And then you have a day where you're like, I am just the epitome of all of that. Like today I felt like I'm the epitome of an adult who like can't manage basic shit without getting super overwhelmed. I have to make a dentist appointment and I can't figure out which dentist to go with and it's causing me all sorts of anxiety. Yes. Oh, I have a dentist for you. I mean, I can tell okay. you later, but <laughs> please do. Me too. I know. I w- actually wondered if my the guy that I think I'm going to go to might mm. be your guy because he seemed pretty on the level and they have Netflix there. Oh. Does your guy have Netflix? I don't know. Oh, okay. But my guy's awesome. I've referred many people to him and they all love him. All right. I, I don't have take... a dental recommendation, but I am concerned about becoming a cartoon of myself. Mm. Okay. So. Well, let's get it. Don't let me forget. I want to hear about both of your dentists. Yeah, because even if you don't go to my dentist, other people who live in LA might like yeah. to like me. I need to do indulge it. in the 
sensual dentistry practice of Dr. Janice Yap. <laughs> is it sensual dentistry? It's not at all. She's oh. a lovely person, though. Tantric dentistry? Tantric dentistry. No, now it's it sounds like I said that something weird six about hours. Yeah. I was just trying to think of what was the opposite of going to the dentist. What's longer, this but root canal or Sting's yeah. orgasm? <laughs> and, and they never finish. Sensual dentistry practice is the grossest <laughs> thing I can think of. No, Dr. Janice Yap. But I'll tell you later. I'll tell you okay. later. You want to talk about becoming a cartoon no, 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 I, now. Yeah. Let's but do yeah, it. So anyway, it's, see, I wanted to... I wanted this to be a triumphant episode where I explained that the anxiety that I was having over the last couple of weeks over having to have a hysteroscopy with polyp removal, um, I'm pointing at roughly where my uterus would be. I had to have this procedure, Jordan. It's a minor, it's a minor surgical thing, but it involves going under anesthesia. Yes. Um, and I was supposed to have it at this hospital where I'd had the procedure before and I had a very bad experience last time. So I didn't want to go to this particular hospital. Very bad, very bad experience relatively. Like, I did not enjoy the experience. It wasn't really bad. Like, I almost died or anything. What went wrong? They wouldn't... <laughs> it was not sensual enough? It wasn't yeah, sensual. it was not sensual. They, it was just... It was super crowded. It felt like the DMV. I could hear the nurses yelling at someone to calm down. Don't panic! Um, they were really bad at starting Which IVs. Which is the best way to get someone they, to calm down. Where is this... Where is this hospital? Torrance Memorial. Oh. They wouldn't use lidocaine when they started. That's my, was my big beef, that they wouldn't use lidocaine mm-hmm. when they started my IV, and they had a lot of trouble starting the IV. And my doctor said, so this is a repeat. Sorry, people. I'll make it fast. My doctor was like, they're not allowed to refuse lidocaine. I'm like, oh, but they really did refuse it. Like, they refused it numerous times. It was just, I was just really made anxious by the experience. Because um, I've had that thing twice, and it, both times I was nervous, but the procedure was very easy and I never should have been worried. And I was in a very pleasant place. Mm. Where did you have it? Well, my doctor is, um, she was, she was like one of the like godfathers of Cedar sinai OBGYN. And I think she just pushes everybody around in like a great way if you're her patient. So she, she gets like the anesthesiologist she wants, the nurses she wants. And then you go to like a surgical center in Beverly Hills and that, that procedure is not very dangerous or anything. Right. You're only under for about 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. I was anyway. So I wasn't so worried like, oh, I'm not at Cedars or I'm not at a big hospital. And yeah, it was like very, I was worried because I hate going under mm-hmm. and I was terrified of it. But yeah, what you're saying, that would have made me very, very nervous to hear those sounds. Mm-hmm. And this all was my stuff. third time having it the first time was like really easy and everyone was nice and that was at long beach memorial hospital and then the second time and by the way i know someone who had their kid at torrance memorial and had a great experience there Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's a fine hospital i just was like don't i just don't want to go back (laughs) so anyway i we on the show we talked about like how do you advocate for yourself in a medical Mm -hmm. setting because i become very complacent because I don't want to be demanding and I don't want to like anger anyone who's going to be poking stuff into me and I just I just turn into like a little girl um and I and I don't want to do that anymore because it I end up feeling really angry afterwards but I find it really hard to be assertive um but anyway I I advocated myself right out of that hospital I called my doctor and asked if we could just do it at the surgical center where I do the egg retrievals. And I felt like I was being annoying by 
it was already scheduled and I felt like I was being annoying by like getting it moved, but I did get it moved and it went really well. And I think when I woke up from anesthesia, I felt like at least like 55 times I said, I'm so glad I had it done here. I'm so, I don't know how many times I actually said it, but I think I said it over and over, or at least I like, I kept having that realization of like, I'm so glad I did that because I know the anesthesiologist, I know the nurses, I'm just, I feel so comfortable there. So I was really happy with how that went feeling good. And then today the dentist thing. And then mm. here's where I really feel like a cartoon of myself. Are you, are you, do you have a specific dental thing you need done or just yes. the cleaning? Oh no. Um, cleaning. I would cleaning. I'm okay with, I need to have two crowns mm-hmm. put on. And as Daniel said, like that's a pretty routine thing. However, in my mind, it's like, but this is someone who's like, I, they've got to numb the area. They're like removing a little bit of tooth to make the room to put the crown on. And it just feels like, I don't know, it feels like I'm not doing my due, my due diligence by like really shopping around. I don't know, like the stakes feel really high. I'm aware that my brain is distorting this. Right. But it is, the stakes are sort of high and that if the person fucks up, well then like now you ha- you are missing part of your tooth. Well, and I had a bad crown for a while and my bite was off. And like, I didn't understand that. I think as you're going through life, you don't understand that you can have a bad anything, like a bad therapist, a bad dentist. You just kind of accept them. Because when you're a kid, your mom and dad are like, this is your dentist. Like you don't think about it or whatever. But I had a bad crown. It did. It bothered me for years. And then I went to Dr. Yap, who for Bob's Burgers fans, they'll know our dentist on the show is also called Dr. Yap. But um, this is the real, isn't it? The (laughs) the real Dr. Yap is a lady and she fixed the crown. And I, she knows I have anxiety. So they know I need to sit up. They know I need to breathe, all that stuff. And they just don't care. They let me do it. And they're super nice about everything. And every, like she fixed it. It's never bothered me again. So it's like there are good dentists out there. You'll be fine. Have you had nitrous? I never have, Ooh. but I'm like no. maybe I will avail myself. No, this but time. I don't feel like I've got I some need in the car. it with her. <laughs> with her, I don't feel like I need it because she takes. She lets you take a break. You watch. Uh, I watch videos. You get headphones and watch a video. The whole it's pleasant. It's actually pleasant. It does sound sensual, I, and I it probably like just is the same. They videos, have Netflix, eh? right? I don't know if he has Netflix. Oh, that's my one oh, of my one of my potential go. guys that gotcha. has Netflix. Yeah, I just feel there's like there's so much information available now, and I'm such an indecisive person that it's like I I could explore infinite dentists before making oh 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 but there's the pr- oh, sorry the what what I left out is there's pressure to get it done before I try to get pregnant again mm. because once you get pregnant they don't do anything even though there's not actually a danger to the fetus it's just the rule is only emergency anything so there's this pressure to like get it done soon I don't nothing is hurting like it's not it it feels like an elective procedure, even though everyone thinks I should ha- I need these crowns. I don't know. Sorry, this could not be more boring. I'm so sorry. I'm I repeat. I'm not myself tonight. I picked my dentist because he takes my insurance and is two blocks away. See, I feel like those are good re- are good things, good he, criteria. He's an old gruff man. Um, who just blasts Fox News in the office. No. Just, and I'm like, why am I here? Like, he's mean. He, I'm, but I, I, part of me, here's my theory, is that like, oh, he's blasting Fox News because it is the ultimate distraction. (laughs) He's like, I know the clientele around here. These snowflakes are going to be so upset by the, they won't even know that I'm jamming them in their mouths. Anyway. 
And so. do you not know that he's jamming you in your mouth? No, I do know that he's jamming. <laughs> Wait, he's, he he's, say, he's very rough. He's can very I rough. Say something, Jordan? Yes. Does he say now I'm gonna jam in your mouth? <laughs> he he does. does he yeah. Say, We're gonna start jamming in your and mouth he's now. He's not in an office. He's like in an alley. It's oh, like an alley. I thought I said this office. This isn't a dentist. He's... This is a boyfriend. Oh, fine, <laughs> finally. Oh. Hooray! I'm in a relationship. Ah, oh, this is great. This is great. This is good news. Yeah, yeah. Because when you just stumble into something, uh-huh. I think that's the best kind of relationship. Mom, yeah. I have some news. I'm seeing someone. He's been jamming in He's my really mouth. Great. He in my mouth. my mouth. He's yeah. a little conservative, Puts but on I know. Fox News. But I think for like bizarre psychological reasons <laughs> I'm using to explain to myself. Yeah, he's my dental daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the part of the day. This is this is where I really feel like okay, whatever negative things people say about me are true. The thing that set me over the edge was I got a notice in the mail saying that there was a safety recall on the airbags in my car mm-hmm. and they could explode and shrapnel could fly out causing <laughs> injury or possible death. <laughs> But Sorry. there's no, f- so they're, they're going to fix it for free, but they don't have the parts yet and they don't know when they will, but they'll send another notice. And I'm like, that, I could not handle it. I'll just be it. shrapneled before then. It's the passenger side. Oh, you're fine. Well, but. Daniel will be shrapneled. No, <laughs> he won't though, because Daniel drives, when we all go out as a family. Mm-hmm. I drive. Daniel drives and I'm in the passenger oh. side. So, and also my sister and I are going to go on a little road trip. And we were planning on taking my car, and I think the guilt. If you guys loll about on your road trip. I'm going to be real bad. <laughs> do I just not throw that There's going to be no lolling. Okay, and if okay, you okay. Do, we're going to get in. Post online don't about, post it. about it because I'm going to feel bad. We're going to get in, get out. Okay. It's the anti-lolling trip. Okay. But if she dies because she sat in my passenger seat, I will be really mad. Yeah. I'll feel really bad. Make her sit in the back like you're her Uber driver. <laughs> I know. They should uh, send you a sticker to put on the airbag that just says, fair warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may That's die. You may get or a like just full a picture shrapnel. of a crab, which is like a hieroglyph right. for fair warning. <laughs> so I, like, it was like that true anxiety thing of like, oh, I just feel like there's all this adrenaline in my body and I can't calm down and I don't know what to do and this, like I had just just made the dentist appointment again i realized i'm like a this is ridiculous that i can't handle this like i just made the dentist appointment and i was like this is just i can't handle this is one more thing on my plate that i cannot handle today or for the indefinite amount of time until i get it fixed i don't know what nervous yeah i don't know what to do should i and i called the like corporate number and they can't there's nothing they can do they just they don't know when the parts are gonna be ready and but they want you to keep driving i said like should i stop driving my car i'm like no keep we want everyone to keep driving like they normally would i'm like well Uh, sure you do then you say this is on you then because you're telling and then i called the local dealership to see if a loaner was available and no they're not providing loaners and then my mom actually who surprisingly mom if you're listening i love you oftentimes ratchets up the anxiety calm me down a bit by saying i i'm sure if they were really worried they wouldn't be encouraging people to drive their cars right. well and i'm I like think, really well, i hope you're it right be that a small of all the whatever your car is out there a small percentage of the airbags are defective yes and then of those you'd have to get in an accident for that to even be activated so it's probably but some s- teeny tiny percentage of people that yeah, that could yes. happen this is true 
This is true. However, the idea that I'm like driving around with this deadly jack in the box and <laughs> it's like the, like a, right. a very gigantic game of sure. Russian roulette. But here's the here's the part that made me feel better. So then I finally went on. It's called safercar.gov and read about the recall. And it's a huge recall. It's the Takata airbags. They're in like a whole bunch of oh, different, yeah. whole bunch of different cars. It's, oh, it maybe I've got like, a Takata. What it, kind of car do you have? I have a Mercedes. Okay. Um, but it affects like Acura, Honda, Nissan, BMW, like a whole bunch of sure. different cars are affected. And it's like 37 million airbags or something are affected. Oh it's this huge thing that's been going on for a while. And then they, they have the different cars by priority group. And I'm 10 how, out of 10. How likely a shrapnel Yeah. So that's why is. it's going to take so long to get the replacement part because they're not really worried about my car. But here's the fun part. Daniel... I think you're in priority group one. Does it affect Batmobiles? Because that's what I drive. <laughs> I, no, you're good. Okay. What if I'm just walking around? Am I it good? Might have, yeah, I don't know. You might be in priority group one, too. Okay. What? I think it affects your car, and I think you're in priority group one. Like, I think... I, want, I don't think they sent me anything, though. Well, I'll show you the website later. Uh, why? Wait, why am I in a better priority group than you? No, you're in a worse priority group. It means you're in Meaning you need, city. You need to brother. get your airbags changed oh, out. Oh, it's more of an urgent. And you're yes. also the, you're always the last one to get on a Southwest flight, too. <laughs> uh, all right. Like, I'm low. On the, in terms of priority, I'm in a pool of people where it's a real low priority. They really don't think it's going to be a problem. So I can endanger my sister's life. Whereas if I'm reading it correctly, they think it is a problem in your car. Um, Way to go, airbag people. Oh, and also it said Ford... Ford and Mazda specific models don't drive your car don't put anyone in the passenger seat like drive only to the dealership so with some of them they are saying right. not to drive uh, mm. I got in a uh, I got rear-ended recently mm-hmm. and uh, everything is okay just kind of dinged up my the bumper of my Prius C was this at the squat and gobble this was at the old squat and gobble I got my bumper dinged at the squat and gobble <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, uh, and I, uh, so, you know, this happened uh, like the last week of February and the, uh, the body shop said that it would not be ready till March 19th. That's so, a long time. If you are a body shop in LA, why do you not just have Prius bumpers? That's all it you have. It seems like you should just have a closet yeah. of them. Why? Anyway. Hmm. That's, why is that taking so long? Body shop uh, guys are not in a hurry. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, they are not in a hurry. But you would think they'd be in a hurry because they make a ton of money. Yeah, you think, and it's also get more things through here. But man, those guys are never in a hurry. And it's also like, I most people can't afford to be without their cars very long. So that would be something. I'm rocking. I'm rocking and rolling in a sweet Nissan Versa, uh, a rental car. Yeah. So anyway, that's nice. But I would just, I would just mad. It seems like you got you. You know, how many Prius dings do you Uh, have per week? Body shop. Anyway, I need to talk to you guys about my blue for a moment. But then, Jordan, I want to find out in what way you're becoming a cartoon of mm-hmm. yourself. Sometimes it's hard to find a satisfying vape that's simple and convenient. Blue, who introduced vaping to the world, is now introducing my blue. My blue gives you all the satisfaction with none of the hassle. You just click and go. With my blue's easy to use one click liquid pods, you can switch between flavors in seconds. That's something I'm would be into because i'm super into 
all the different flavors. A range of flavors to choose from. My Blue's curved design makes it comfortable to use. Just 20 minutes to charge and you're set all day. It comes with a free limited lifetime device warranty called My Care. Try My Blue today at MyBlue.com and enter code ROSEN during checkout for 10% off your order. That's MyBlue, so M-Y-B-L-U.com and enter code ROSEN at checkout. MyBlue.com, enter code ROSEN at checkout. Okay, yes, Jordan. Uh, oh, yeah. So I recently was feeling a lot of anxiety uh, around whether or not to buy the pair of shoes I'm wearing right now. Uh, I will show you guys. It is the... They're very cool. Oh, Thank yeah. you. It is oh, the nice. classic, classic checkerboard van. Yeah. And I mean, I saw these I saw these, and immediately was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I had a pair of those in high mm-hmm. school. I got, I got to get it. I got to get them. The cl- it's the, you know, classic... Spicoli, yeah, you know, and I was so like, you know, impressed that they. I'm like, oh my gosh, these are they're back, they're here. I'm a big Vans guy, uh, so you know, I, I I just wanted them, but I was just afraid because I think that the that my haters would say <laughs> would uh would would joke about me being kind of like stuck in high school and you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, not do, uh, someone who does not act age appropriate, and I think, you know, there's some truth to that. But also, I think I have my shit pretty together. But I think that just like in, you know, at that it, the the place I'm at right now in life, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I this is this has not been the best year for me, and I think I need a little bit of comfort food, and Be sometimes, happy. and sometimes that comfort food is like. Just that shit that I've always liked, you know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's the Vans, it's uh, it it's punk music, it's <laughs> video games and stuff like that. So I think that um, I I'm I am terrified at someone who casually knows me seeing me in these shoes because I think they'll <laughs> go like, "Fucking of course, right?" Oh, you know. Uh, so, but I mean, I think that old Spicoli old Spicoli feats. But for the people hanging around, every, pretending like it's 1992 again. But uh, for every person that might think that, there's another person that likes you because of it. Yeah. You so know? granted, they're 18, but <laughs> right, sure, yeah, sure. I'm just saying, like, why by not or my alley dentist? <laughs> he likes me for me. Oh, by, yeah. by not getting the shoes, right. you're accepting their judgment of you, and I say fuck that. Yeah. So I think I'm. I think I'm. I had to. I'm having to put the haters out of my yeah. mind every time I put these on. And yeah, and I'm just kind of trying to accept the like joy that they bring me. Yeah. So now when you guys say that you feel h- hatred or you have, <laughs> is that because you guys both have podcasts and people actually comment mean things to you? Yeah. I, I, I'm sort of, I, it's not my life. So I don't have any of right. that in it. Which yet. Is good. Yet. You're well, not aware probably yet. Probably ever. <laughs> oh, um, maybe people send hateful emails about me, but you don't share them with me. Oh, no, no, no. Nice. I, I, no, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like, <clears throat> I just meant one day you too can find out negative shit people think about you online. Um, oh, I mean, I've had, I have Twitter troll type people, but usually it's literally like, um, a bot. you know, like, you bitch, I hope you die. I love Donald Trump, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like, it's like political or, or right, hard like to take crazy people yeah no i don't i real so crab you are real, both, cra- real crab throwers real crab throwers yeah yeah so wait you, yeah, you guys guess, both have people respond to you from your podcast that say these things and make yeah. you feel these things I mean, yeah i think so yeah i i would like part of me is wondering how much is this just 
internalized negative voices that I'm then projecting outward. But I right. think this probably come it's it's I don't hear this a lot lately, but I think this is like leftover you know, when I was on Corolla I got Constant. a decent a decent amount of negative shit. Huh. I mean, I understand. It's shocking, huh. right? It's such a, it is weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand why? why Allison has haters, but I'm surprised you have haters, Jordan. You know what I think it is? I think it's not, it's not a, I mean, I do, you know, from time to time experience the, you know, the, the, the Pepe guys will slide in and, sure. and, and something, something. Hop around. Yeah, and they'll hop around. <laughs> um, although to me, I feel like my worst guys aren't Pepe guys, but they're anime avatar guys. Those are oh, my... Oh, those guys are they're the same. Too. Yeah. They're the same. They're the same people. It's the, the same group. The, during the whole Gamergate thing, they were all anime avata- avatars. Yeah, it still that is. Was. That's a thing. And then yeah. once in a while, I will be told to choke on a cock and die by... <laughs> A Simpsons avatar, and it hurt. It just hurts. <laughs> like oh, I like no. this is my Bart wants me to, you know. And that's that that because you know, as a you know, well, as a ch- choke on a cock- man child, I love the Simpsons more. <laughs> choke than on a cock and die was the original. Have a cow man, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, they they have rewrote it. it. Yeah. yeah, it was originally yeah. going to be on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was originally going to be an X rated film, yeah. <laughs> is what it was, the and then kids. they changed it into a weekly television show. Whoa. It was a really interesting development journey Good for move. them. Yeah, yeah, it went from an X rated small release, sure, into a nationwide <laughs> television show that's lasted thirty years. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the main thing, the main people I will have my feelings hurt by are like people who think they know me and can joke around with me and right. do something that maybe they think is is right. is is a uh, friendly ribbing but i'm like oh i don't know you so yeah. it's like, weird what? what will they say <laughs> oh boy i mean you know i mean i think that like, like roasting you a little yeah i mean i think that yeah <laughs> little roasts little roasts i think uh Stuff like that. Yeah, it's a roast mm. when it's a friend, and it's just right. an, an insult if it's a sure. If it's not a rando, you don't know. Yeah, so yeah. I think there's like the Twitter randos, and then like casual, you know, people who kind of know me from around. These mm. are the things that I I've been really thinking a lot lately about this kind of stuff because I always had this theory, like you know, like the book of the road or like all these apocalyptic movies and whatever. They they would show that like if civilization sort of ended somehow, everyone would just turn on each other and be horrible and blah, blah. My theory was always like, oh no, like sort of safety in numbers, people would band together, they would try to like remake a city or whatever. But then I was like, oh, but something else weird has happened with humanity where for like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, we've all, you know, thousands of years or whatever, we've all just interacted in real life and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like this experiment where then they just took all of us and put us in a computer with no interpersonal <laughs> relations. It's like, people are always like, is it a simulation? I'm like, we're sort of just, we are in an experiment that's never been done before, which yeah. is everyone's, you're, you're anonymous if you want to be. Everyone got put online at the same time, basically. All these people. And so it's like, it's weird, like my theory about like, if we all, if there was no technology and we like, there was an apocalypse and we're all just interacting in real life, we'd probably be friendlier. We'd try to find enough food for everybody's kids. This but then the this is the exact opposite where civilization's fine, 
but everyone got to get turned into an avatar and entered into like (laughs) basically all of the internet is one big online video game sort of everyone got to get put into it and it's not going very well at all it's (laughs) going very poorly like it's very helpful but this is reminding me how excited i am for ready player one (laughs) yeah yeah no because that is the same same idea right Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sort of obsessed with black mirror for the same reasons of just like we're we're unfortunately the generation that is in this experiment and it's really weird and upsetting because it's like there's no guidance for any of us of like because you you it upsets me to hear that you guys are having this experience and this is so minor it, right exactly compared to like whatever even someone who you generally love like let's say Beyonce that you love right um, probably in addition to all the people being like I love Beyonce whatever gets like crazy shit said to her every day it's oh, like oh yeah probably in like uh, like 50 years ago you would hear um well maybe not if you well yeah there's people who definitely were bullied and harassed at all times in our past but you wouldn't necessarily have like you would get one really nasty insult a year maybe from a stranger and now you could get hundreds or millions in a day and that's so yeah, weird and, and you just have to, to like yeah. well, think about like the parkland kids they suddenly became not of their own choosing sort of famous for speaking out and it's adults telling them they're going to kill them i'm like if it was the 80s and one adult said they were going to kill you the sheriff would come to your house and then they would go to that adult's house who was probably also in your town because how else would they have found you Mm -hmm. and have a talk with that adult about threatening a teen Mm -hmm. but instead now adult hundreds of adults can say i'm going to kill you online and nobody cares like it's such a weird world we're living in it's nuts do i sound like i'm a grandma no it is no, no it is it's weird. Weird. It's weird it's, it's so weird, weird how much if you just close your computer it doesn't exist right right and like i think about that all the time i think about um like i did did you do uh podcastathon uh no jimmy uh-uh. pardo's um fundraiser i have done it in the past it's yeah a, it's tw- like a 24 hours of podcasting yeah, or 12 hours where he or raises something. money yeah. for smile train and i did that and i had a great time and i like went out and um and was on stage and felt like i you know d- did like use muscles that i don't use that much anymore which are my on stage funny muscles <laughs> <laughs> oh, on stage funny muscles. Sure. You know. You know you have them when there's a pinworm in your butt. Yeah. If there's a worm in your butt. You're using it turns out that I have my on stage funny yeah. muscles. I feel exactly what you mean. I, I, I feel like I don't use my kegels enough. So, <laughs> yeah. there you which go. are my on stage funny muscles. Yeah. yeah. A disaster, it's frankly. A, yeah. It's, I, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. It is a mess. Sure. <laughs> it is and a hey, mess. Thank you for processing that with me, by yeah. the way. No, I, really, I mean, it was fine. Nice that was a great weekend unload. we spent together processing your pelvic floor. And isn't wine country beautiful? It really is we tasted some fantastic chardonnay <laughs> sure did and then the rest of the time was just pelvic floor talk <laughs> it was a great time you guys really missed out pelvic floors See, when i sent him an invitation i, I said, showed up jordan i'm going to be in wine country i'm open to talking about your pelvic floor all weekend he fucking got on a plane he went right to burbank mm-hmm. flew to oakland got a car Drove right up. Yeah, but he's maybe not the to, most efficient way to do that time wise. But I, that, I just wanted to show you how committed I was no, to lolling about. Yeah, yeah. And talking about your public floor. Anyway, sorry, you were on stage using. Your no, muscles. I feel bad that I missed my chance to lull. Well, to you lull never know. You. Any day you open your email, there you decide to open that computer again. <laughs> there could be an evite. I'm in Sacramento. <laughs> Come lull. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was thinking, I need to do stuff like, like, actually, I, this is so, this sounds pathetic. I need to, like, do actual stuff like this more instead of, like, 
I tweeted and I Instagrammed and I did an Instagram story and this and that, which like makes me feel like I'm keeping busy and doing shit, but like it's really nothing. And I feel like we're all doing, we're all using it in that way. We're yeah. all using, or, or rather there's in show, maybe not every, no, I think every, I was going to say maybe more in show business, but no, I think everyone everywhere is using it in that way. Just this constant like, hi, I still exist. Hi, I still exist. Yeah. And like, that's very sad. And yeah, and I think that, you know, mm. as, as, as. I don't know if I agree. Okay. Well, no, let's hear the counterpoint. I don't think there's anything wrong with the instinct <laughs> to <laughs> want to. <laughs> Sorry, I did. I love that. <laughs> the instinct to want to uh, communicate and express yourself and connect with other people in that way. I don't think that that. I don't think there is either, but I think that it becomes a substitute or a surrogate for actual interaction. Because it is actual we interaction. are, well, for me, actually being around other people and hanging out is like a much more powerful social thing that sort right. of feeds my soul, excuse my barfy language, more than the online stuff. But, but I don't think that's But everybody. I'm kind of... I think that Well, that's Alison Rosen's people. your best friend, which is what this is. I, I think that that is a problem <laughs> for many people, but well, I think... this is Alison's show. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think... I, don't, I wouldn't... I'm not ready to say that that's a problem for even most people. Okay, I think if you are introverted by nature, there is a temptation to allow most of your socializing to be in the form of social media. Right. And yeah. I think that it ma- it it makes you feel like you're actually interacting with people. And you are to a degree, but it is not the same right. as getting out and being among people. I That's, agree with that. As hanging out with friends. That's what I'll say. Yeah. yeah I, I, th- I mean, maybe because my job is so social and we talk all day and it's, I mean, it's almost like just hanging out a lot of the time. I don't feel like I mean, I definitely feel like sometimes I'm online too much. But at the same time, I feel like my whole day is filled with human interaction. So I don't. But I could see if I suddenly worked from home or something that I would get much more sucked into it as. Uh, so I think it yeah. just depends on where you are and what you're doing think- at that time. You know, And for kids, it's like they'll have always known it. So maybe it will be more of like, oh, there's this and there's that and the other. You know, it's like almost maybe more tempting for people our age who didn't have it. I think first. so. There's the novelty. Well, <clears throat> yeah. And I, think he- I, I think also it's... Um, your situation being that you work from home, it's going to naturally take more effort for you to be social. Right. right. So I think if that's the case, then yeah, it could be. But speaking of my yes. home, as someone who works from home, it's really important that I like the environment I'm in and that it is decorated to my liking. Havenly is the most delightful way to design spaces in your home on any budget. Partner with an interior designer to create a beautiful design based on your unique style and space. You can then buy what you love directly through Havenly's platform with access to hundreds of retailers and the guaranteed best prices. It's so, I love, it's like a, it's a website where you go and you take a style quiz, which I've taken more than once because I'm, a fan of stuff like that. <laughs> hmm. And then it tells you like, oh, your interior design style is this. Oh, or, cool. oh it's that. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, and then like you, you dial it in and then you work with a designer and you can, uh, you know, make your place look exactly Sounds how great. you want it. Uh, everyone could use a little help with designing a space in their home. Havenly is the easiest and the most affordable way to actually do it. Their team of designers works with you online to help design your guest room, family room, kitchen, whatever. Havenly helps you every step of the way using your budget and your style to help shape the design you want at a price you can afford because everyone deserves a beautiful living space. Start by taking the free Havenly style quiz. It's a fun way to learn your unique design style and helps Havenly 
Havenly match you up with the perfect designer to put together the perfect room. Try Havenly today by visiting havenly.com slash Allison and get 25% off your design package. That's Havenly, H-A-V-E-N-L-Y dot com slash Allison. Cool. All right. All right, so Jordan and I have expressed what we, the ways that we've become cartoons of ourselves. Do you, and you don't have to, but Wendy, Daniel, Jeff, do you have like times where you're like, uh oh, I'm, I'm, like for me, it's like I'm being Allison again. <laughs> and as my therapist said, like, who put this voice in your head? I'm like, I don't know, but it is very much there. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I was uh, in a little, uh, in a little pre-show chatter. I was uh, telling the gang that uh, I have seen two bands this month. Uh, I saw a Super Chunk and They Might Be Giants. <laughs> two things that it's, it was, it's hard for me right. to say on mic because people will say, "A fucking course you did, right. you stunted asshole." Right. But you know what? I did. not I had a great time. I had a fucking great my, time at both. My problem I'm owning with going, it. I'm owning it. My problem with going to shows like that is always like it's such. A specific target at my demographic that when I go, I feel like I'm looking at this uh, house of mirrors, like yeah. all these ver- ver- versions of me, people that are just specifically in my demographic, and I, I hate them all because <laughs> was, I have such right, self-loathing. Yes, sure, sure. So it's just like sh- it's like I don't want to see such a concentrated version of my own tastes reflected right. back at me by so many other people. Yeah. What was the show that you went? There's a specific show you went to where you had that experience, though, right? It might have been like the Flaming Lips or something like that. I, oh, it, it yeah. Was just like, oh, I bet there's a lot myself. of Daniels at the Flaming Lips. Yeah, like I'm such a douchebag, you know. Um, but it's just like anytime you see the, the things that you think are so like quirky to your own personal taste, just now right. there's 10,000 people that all have exactly the same You're like, oh, I bet all you guys have a take on Star Wars, too. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, boy. <laughs> I do, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to talk about it? Because I'm going to leave. <laughs> you don't like Star Wars? I do like Star Wars. Oh, okay. I'm just a little tired of uh, Star Wars takes. Tired of Star, Star Wars, Wars takes. Star Wars of Star Wars conversation. My Star Wars yeah. takes are always just like, I really liked that one. I didn't like that one. That's, that's, that's as far that's as nice. it goes. That's, that's measured. Like, I loved Rogue One. I like Force Awakens very much this latest one not eh. so much and, and I was very much because I enjoyed them sort of like you enjoy going to an amusement park now here's my Star Wars take I'm in the middle you're of it you're doing it it happened it's, a take. it's specific it happened oh no, no. I, I'm okay with talking about Star no, Wars no I just I'm, I went okay. and I was so excited to go and I had like my drink and you know my like one diet soda I allow myself a year because I think yeah. diet soda will murder you <laughs> Sorry if you guys are going diet soda. It's There's nothing drink, wrong with okay. it. It's just I like I'm afraid of it for some reason. And like was like just excited. And then 45 minutes in, I just turned to Jeff and I was like, this isn't good, is it? Like I was so like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like I was just looking forward to it in a very simple way of like the way you look forward to like, oh, I'm going to have spaghetti. I like spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. And then you're halfway through spaghetti. And you're like, this isn't spaghetti. <laughs> I got tricked. I yeah. got tricked. It's not. So it was just like, yeah. yeah. Just someone throwing a crab at you. Someone threw a crab at me when well, I went to Star Wars. Well, after I saw it, because I saw it late, I went online to see, okay, now this the last, blockade. This last year. Yeah, I can, okay. the blockade mm-hmm. is over. I can, right. look, I can read the takes. I can yeah. look at the videos. And I was blown away by how many takes. I mean, on YouTube, every, there are just thousands of people yeah. talking into the camera. Yeah, about I can't how they get that into it, it to have like some kind of deep conversation yeah. about it. It's not my bag. It's, yeah. Because I either find it like enjoyable, check, or not enjoyable, thumbs down. And at this point, it's like you're talking about 
It's like a Disney product. Like, who gives a shit anymore? You know? I do. I mean, it's still fun. I thought those other two. Oh, shoot. Now we're in it. Yeah. Now we're in it. Oh, God. Boy, bet you wish you could have cleared the air after you saw that movie. Support for Alice from Rosen is your new best friend comes from Molecule. Yeah, nice. The world's first molecular air purifier. Hell yeah. In a study of 49 allergy sufferers presented at the American College of Asthma, Allergy, and Immunology. That's not where Wendy and I went, by the way. Molecule's Mm. technology provided dramatic, statistically significant, sustained symptom reduction within a week of use. The results have transformed lifelong allergy and asthma sufferers' lives. One customer even said that she was, quote, able to breathe through her nose for the first time in 15 years. Molecule's technology has been personally effective and verified by science, but most importantly, it's been tested by real people. Molecule has already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country significantly reduce their symptoms. We sleep with it, and uh, both Daniel and I, in general, have really bad allergies. And I, it's really nice knowing that there is something that is scientifically destroying air pollutants on a molecular level mm-hmm. in our bedroom. Because mm-hmm. especially, I don't know if it's the rain or I don't know what it is. It's just been it's just been a bad season for allergies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have Molecule now. For $75 off your first order, visit Molecule.com and enter BFF at checkout. That's Molecule, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com, code BFF for $75 off your first order. And I feel that I should mention again, as I did last time, thank you guys so much. Um, I know that there have there, there's kind of a lot of, uh, of ads in this show tonight, but think of it this way. The companies love jeff you put it so well last time how did you put it they want to be in business with you That's they right. like you they think that you're good fans they think you like good products and again all four of these ads good products good products good listeners thank like you guys it's not like we're t- trying to sell you a ponzi scheme here that's right just remember folks you're the product that allison is selling to the advertisers no. and they like that very much they want more of you you have taken it in a negative direction you guys are being packaged by allison no and sold she literally that's a direct quote of what she said right before the podcast started yeah she has a she said i just love the way i can package all my listeners i'm like hey molecule i'm gonna sell you super fan megan Rafi. She has a whole notebook with, with this uh, PowerPoint with Becky, pictures of people. Each person yeah. individually. Trice. I know you maybe like my beautiful minds in here. <laughs> yep. I know Details you, about your life. I know you kind yeah. of usually start by saying my little cupcakes or my yeah. little dumplings. Toss and pepper tonight. Maybe, maybe just don't say, welcome to the show, my little cattle. Right. <laughs> that might right, be yeah. a step too far. Okay. Did we ever find out what Hoss and Pepper was? No, I... Th- it's rabbit stew. Rabbit. It's stew made with rabbit or hair. Oh, I guess there's a carb in it if there are potatoes. Sure, there, that works. There are onions in it. I don't think there are okay. potatoes. Well, what onions. Kind of actually, fucking carb is this? <laughs> now I'm mad. This is barely one. But onions actually like are carb. I mean, they have some carbs in them. They're not real carby. Wait, there's no potatoes in it. What kind I of don't stew someone, doesn't have potatoes? Someone at uh, the a preschool that I went to, another mom said, "I can't have carrots. There's just too much sugar in them." Oh and I was boy, like, yuck. you've got to calm down. You've got to calm <laughs> down because you have a child and you can't say stuff like that anymore. I just want to be like, if you were single and a crazy woman living by your fucking self in a penthouse somewhere, 
feel free to say carrots have sugar like whisper it to your butler or whatever <laughs> that is completely fine your butler is a grown adult who can absorb that information you are not allowed to say loudly carrots have too much sugar in front in them in front of like a four or five year old child right it's just not you just cannot do it there's the, yeah there's like there, right there is that that thing <sighs> of the person that person who has the carrots have too much sugar life view who yeah. are, you know and i'm not I listen i don't ask me about nutrition i'm not in great shape but you know when you're like when there's the person who's like oh you're eating a banana you might as well eat a donut you you might as well eat a donut yes yeah it has as much sugar. oh you're having a granola bar you might as well eat a pie uh, you might yeah. as, just eat a pie <laughs> but a granola not all, bar is okay. probably pretty good anyway but like just say not all sugars are the same sugar in a carrot is not the same as sugar that you're in a donut it's just the whole thing like, I didn't even want to talk about yeah. it anymore. I mean, they kind of do have a high sugar content. They All do. right. <laughs> it's high sugar, but it's but that's not, not yeah, a lot I wouldn't of fiber. Tie it in front of my kids. Sure. I wouldn't say Dude, it in front of my kids. It's kid. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you eat? A bell, pe- bell peppers and almonds, right? That's all you can eat? That's the only, those are yeah, the only the things that are okay? Yeah. Just the- you can it lay is. some kale upon your tongue and then scrape it off. Mm. Oh, God, that's right. it. That's all you're allowed to do now. And you're allowed to look at water. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but different than, do you know what's in that? It's interesting to realize how easy it would be to pass your food stuff on to your kid. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. have to active. I, I am conscious of trying not to do that because i have so much weird right. food stuff that i don't want you want your there. child to find refresh on their own <laughs> exactly oh yeah oh sorry jeff you, you don't want elliot to think that water can suck a dick water <laughs> elliot loves oh, he, he, he he said his first words he said water can suck a dick elliot <laughs> loves water by the way it's very he's very not that me. is because he's a human who is alive <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the whole basis of us i, I guess just- most most <laughs> Mammal, most beings, yeah. not not just mammals. Most water can yeah. suck a dick. Yeah, I and guess he, in that and way. He loved I'm, the shape of water too, right? <laughs> he really did. One thing that oh, sorry. No, I was I was thinking yesterday about how this is one of those stupid thoughts that feels revelatory, and then upon further reflection, feels really stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, wait. Is I was thinking how people even in the Middle Ages had to drink a lot of water. Like where did they get the fucking water? I don't know. Like From this a isn't lake, a new they thing. They would live near water. That's this, why civilizations grew near water. But you never see like representations of water in like I mean you do occasionally, but like in paintings you don't think of like the Renaissance like people. We don't see water. them shitting either. Well, <laughs> I, I know, didn't but you paint would think that. that like you would see them like where did they get the fucking water? Is it like water vendors? Where like did they get the water like from, in Vienna from or the something? Land. Yeah, wells. No, no, no. Wells but in the cities, and, in the cities, in wells. Wells. So anyway, like I said, it, it, <laughs> you want to you want to see every part of their life. It to seems like it wow, paintings. what the fuck? And then it seems well, as think you're, about what you as would you're paint. picking up very quickly. It seems really stupid. You know what? Da Vinci never made a single painting or statue of a person trimming their fingernails. That's true. So <laughs> what did it happen? Fuck? See, though, those things would naturally happen behind closed doors, whereas drinking water would have to be something you do in public so i would think that water would be represented more well they did drink a lot of that wasn't that a thing like the the reason they drank a lot of fermented beverages was because they were water was purified yeah because they they could drink that without getting sick like because cholera was an issue in cities and And like like that but i could be wrong about that this is like i feel like there's a vague i have a vague recollection from college where i went with allison Mm -hmm. um Hmm. of this kind of thing was this from was this 
Did we have art? Did you take art history with me? Is that how you know this, or is this I didn't from some take art history? history I took a yeah. I took I took some history. Those are those are fun classes. History classes were always they fun. They were fun. Right? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just thinking like water is such a big part of our modern life. It's like something everybody's sure always thinking about. Issue, actually, in yeah. spite of us making fun of, but you no, you're never sure. but, holding Evian. But it's like if you're like cruising down the street in England in 1450, right, and you're thirsty. Like there's beer, obviously they have pubs, but where, where there is the pu- water? I think pumps from wells, probably. Yeah, I'm just going to go pump some water over yeah, in the well, or are they? So pe- yeah, you put your like mouth there under were communal the pump. Are there areas, people with jugs on the side of the. Yeah. No, it's like, actually a good question. We made fun yeah, of you, but it's actually you a good question. And also, there were. Smart. I mean, cholera was from contaminated drinking water, right? Fountains, so it obviously, was fountains. a problem. I in bet the you city. there are water. Have you ever seen a public fountain? Yeah, in, in Italy. Have you ever seen a private? But is that where they? Drink them? <laughs> would that, you like? Would you like? That to is where people got their water. Is that right? Does yes. anyone want to see my? What do you think? They, ha- they didn't have it. Just <laughs> I just thought they were decorative <laughs> for real. It's very private. Wait, problem solved. Wait, not hearing. So wait, Jeff just dropped some serious knowledge. There's enough people here to do two concurrent. We're doing two bits at the same time. You should like this. This is like that Flaming Lips album that you have to listen to on five different stereos, so you can hear you can hear Daniel and Jeff's bit into what in one. We'll do this one. You can hear Wendy's bit. Um, Public fountains, yeah, are where people got their water from. Yeah, Mm. but seeing Beauty and the Beast, I know that. Done. I don't need anything else. But they had public fountains in the Middle Ages? Sure. Yeah, they had them in Roman times. Yeah. Okay. Okay, right. sorry. So the bit that was happening. Yes, what was happening? <laughs> that I missed. I was just offering to show you my private fountain. Because <laughs> everyone's talking about a public fountain. Throw in a penny and make a wish. Yep. <laughs> Put in a dollar. <laughs> get another wish. Just <laughs> mm. one wish. Wow. Sounds like a pretty cool fountain. Is there another, just what's happening inflation. now? You have yeah, a piece we have of just paper. Me, well, I was thinking we could do just me or everyone. Hmm. But first I want to tell Allison you Allison has printed out Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am on. It was a slow day today. Yeah, I, on, I printed all of Twitter today. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. We did a live stream this month with none other than Greg Heller. Got to see his office. Got to Helldog. see his binder clip collection. Does sculptures with binder clips these doodles but it was more exciting than what i'm saying he's the one who got me into the bachelor which we were talking about a little bit before oh, the show he started. opines about the ari's condition most people think i'm a fat old guy from that new he's york a psychopath no he <laughs> thinks he has, he has a traumatic brain injury he's he had gotten oh, into some serious car accidents do you that see that is a, i don't but now i'm gonna explore that tomorrow yeah. and talk to everyone at work about it all day <laughs> that'll be your hot take you yeah we do a lot of hot takes at work so i feel like i could be bringing in some hot information i'm not caught up on the bachelor although in terms of knowing what happened i haven't let me rephrase it'd be easier to say i haven't watched it but i know what happened Right. Well, the I thing i, I love about, about the bachelor and then we'll move on is when one of the girls or guys um, acts like a normal person would under the circumstances of falling in love with someone who's dating 26 other people, they're the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everybody freaks out and gangs up it's on like them. A, it's like, like a masterclass in gaslighting. It mm-hmm. is wild. So like someone's like jealous and having a hard time with it and America decides they're going to destroy them. But this is part of Daniel's defense of Crystal. I don't know how you feel about her, Wendy. Well, uh, one thing I know is that she may be 29, but her neck 
Ooh. Is 31? Is 54. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't like to criticize people's physical experience, but... I'm just or, looking for an old appearance. neck lady. Old it's neck. just that they, they put... 29 on the screen every season for someone who's clearly and I'm yeah. 42 I'm not throwing stones but they're not 29 and their yeah. body is telling us the story <laughs> and it's just like this is so crazy because it's another way that everybody's it's like nothing's she got a real it's all gaslighting it's like it's yeah. totally super crazy um yeah, yeah I think that Wait, you uh, have a defensive crystal though that was his defense that she acted I, like a normal person in that situation and everyone I feel like um, and she got that mature neck you like too <laughs> yeah you that. love an old neck it's love like a tree old, counting tree ooh, rings yeah. when you oh, count the rings now I feel terrible she's beautiful she is pretty she, and I look like a meatball so I'm so not <laughs> like but I'll say that about right. myself and I'm gonna she do, probably would not I'm gonna do a quick defense of Crystal who I don't know if she's a good person or not but she what she's, we know she's not what little we know about her what little we know about her you know my favorite as ZZ Top song is Old neck woman. (laughs) Old neck woman is great. Yeah. I love that one. Um, Okay, so her brother was homeless. We know that she was raised around bowling alleys, and she claims claims that she was triggered uh, by uh, Ari because her mom wouldn't, like, show up to the bowling alley when she she was a child. She said that so late in that fight. She completely made that up. Perhaps, but we don't know. She made that up. If you don't know that she made that up, I'm very worried about you going into the world at all. No, I feel like somebody's going to throw a crab at you, and you're <laughs> going to be surprised. To say that that is your defense, to uh, to say that you are triggered by this situation is pretty sophisticated. Defense. That's a pretty sophisticated no, that understanding. That other girl of your... had been saying it the whole time. That other girl had said she was triggered by cars and oh, by well, dogs. I the first part of the well, it, anyway, she regardless, took that bit from someone else. Regardless. Oh, wait, she was, the, yeah, it was Annalise, right, who was triggered by dogs. Yeah, she was triggered by dogs and, and then cars. by cars. Okay, so anyway, regardless, she... Because um, the dog barked at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the girls hated her because she wouldn't talk about her date with Ari, right? Um, w- that seems like a normal thing to do if that you go does, on a date. That does, but she was also crazy. So it was a normal I guess behavior I just didn't see being the crazy. done by a crazy person. When was she person. crazy? She was super crazy. But Crystal? When? The whole time. She would do these monologues about herself that were just super irritating. I was like, this is a very well, irritating just person. shallow and annoying. No, she was crazy. She kept going, I'm wife material, baby. Like, nobody asked. It was crazy. <laughs> See, she that's crazy. Stuff, I don't know. That's like the I'm producers. I'm worried, Daniel. No, no, that kind of stuff, though, in the, in the one when they're talking to the camera, that's the producers feeding them lines. Like, that, I don't take anything that the girls She's say in that. She's definitely crazy, though. I, I watched a little bit of The Batch this season. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I have a really good friend who has a Batch night. Uh, and I'm trying to be more social, so I don't have a particular interest in this kind of show, but I thought mm-hmm. it would be fun to socialize. Sure. Uh, there's drinks, they get guac. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So I went to a couple of a couple of couple of batch nights in the middle of the season. And I, as someone who doesn't watch the show, I had such a hard time like getting through the way people talk on the show. It is so <laughs> distinct. And not like not like but it's just like there's a there's a little language. So it's like they're they're sitting there talking to each other, and it's like, well, you're on a date. What do you talk about? Do you have brothers and sisters? What do you think of this movie? How do, where do you see yourself in five years? It, but they're not talking about that. They're just saying, 
So are you here for the right reasons? Yeah. Are yeah. you into being open? <laughs> are you going to open up? Are you closing right, off for a reason? But then they don't ever open up. Or they no, know they no just normal talk about conversation. That. They sound, it's they like just a talk code. About the process. It's and like the, pro- yes. the process is it's a code weird, too. It's like they literally strip everyone of their personality. Yeah. It's super bizarre. Yeah, it is like a, yeah. like a, like a code you would say to activate a super soldier. It's just like nonsense <laughs> yeah. syllables. It is. And right, it's like on a, on a bad podcast when they just talk about the podcast for 10 minutes before anything starts. So we were setting up the mics and uh, your my headphones are weird. It's like, don't, yeah. just podcast. Oh, there's you know? all my anyway. podcast material. No, I'm sorry, don't do that. Anyway. Well, I love it, talking that way. <laughs> but Look at right. those knobs. <laughs> through, turn them and Jeff. So we're uh, putting this one up a little late this week. <laughs> Who cares? Just do it. Sorry. Yeah. Wow, well, a lot of different little complaints came out in that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It is a terrible show that I will always watch. It, I think that the thing that is great about it is just how it's this completely bizarre construct that's taken totally seriously as though this is the way the world is. Sure. And so it's like it's like you flip reality and now yeah. you get to see everyone just buy into it and then you have to keep reminding yourself that this is not normal. Like this thing that's happening and like this is what's normal. This is not like it. It feels like the show gaslights you a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's like is there is there a version of that show you could do where people just do date chit chat? I know date chit chat is kind of infuriating, but like it, I don't know. It'd be kind of something interesting but to I, see on TV. I do think that they'd have regular conversations. Those are not the conversations that are included You're because right. half of the Bachelor audience yeah. is watching it. Ironically, present company included, and half is watching it sincerely, and they like. The talk on there is kind of like, I always think of it as like those, um, you know, those uh, signs everyone has in their house now that's like, in this house, we embrace joy, <laughs> love each other, eat pancakes, get messy, and run around. Like those, now they're in the background shot of every like around. show yeah. on TLC or whatever. Like, it, 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 they're, they're terrible and they're these generic ideas about life but that clearly are appealing to a lot of people. And I think, I mean, I, I don't judge them. It's kind of like religion or whatever, where you're like, it makes people feel better, whatever. They like their little sign. The Bachelor, same way. I think it's like this If coffee, sex, idea. repeat works for you. Right, it's right. This, this platonic I just want to drink idea. wine and hang out with my dog. But first, sure. coffee or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's wine o'clock somewhere. But like, yeah, those signs. And then like the way they talk in The Bachelor probably feels good to some people. It must. Like this generic idea of it's romance. It's like ASMR or something. Yeah. It's hitting. It, uh, it hits like something, yeah, and so... My, my favorite is when they go, oh, Ari was so romantic, he took me to this place or that place. It's like, you know... Yeah, he Ari, found out about that at the same time yeah, you he, did. He didn't plan this, right? Like, when you get together with him later, you're not taking a helicopter to the top of Machu Picchu. That Sure, yeah, you go, a, a you're, going to, also, you're going to BJ's and getting a pazookie. are they always in... There's the, there is the God, bizarre... God, that sounds good right now. Yeah. A, a pazookie? Yeah. <laughs> you had a pazookie? They should make a savory pazookie and call it a pizza. Fuck! What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> that would be great. Um, like, why is there an obsession with... Um, planes and helicopters I it's know. like the show is for 24 year old women but also for seven year old boys <laughs> like who just live to see planes and helicopters because sure. it's like every few shots there's right. an airplane yeah. or a helicopter. Then there was so that like, private that's date. other audience there was the private date where they rode around on a fire truck too so yes every, everything is for is happened. for children i you know what i bet that they did yeah i thought you were talking about a real date no i was, I was like yeah. they do do stuff like <laughs> yeah. that truck. like we went to the you know 
the supermarket and they let us bag the groceries. <laughs> like, it's like a weird, like they have to get excited about whatever the thing right. is. Right. Like, like every time you see a truck on that show, they honk the horn. They go, oh, oh truck, <laughs> truck. Well, they did. They went to the truck. Muppets. Remember the year ABC was doing the Muppets as a TV mm. show? Oh, boy. That oh, so they went of... to the Muppets. So it is, it is for children. Oh my God, We're it's for get children. Little... We cracked the code. We figured it out. Yeah, that's, who's, that's who their ratings are coming from. It's kids <laughs> staying up late. Do you think it was also an ABC crossover thing of when they joined S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, they joined <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. You can always tell when it is like a crossover thing sure. too. When they're like, oh my God, we're going to Sandals. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, it, not really, but. They're, whatever no, there town is, they're going in to, the ones so I watched, there was some shit about. like that. Yeah. It's like I yeah. can't believe we were going to, the, yeah, the right. like Ilfornio Resort. I can't Il-Fernio believe Ilfornio Resort. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would like to go to the Ilfornio Resort. Too. What does Ilfornio mean? Like it's probably the oven, the, the furnace. The yeah, probably the four guys. <laughs> is that <laughs> what it means? Yeah. The four guys restaurant. I oh, did you- like. I did have a lot of fun at the. I I'm I'm griping, but I had a fucking great time at those like it's such a fun social environment anyway it's great i can see why people like it go ahead all right let's do just mirror everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone Misa Evans says, when I see a porta potty on a roadside construction site, I wonder if it's unlocked so I could use it, even though I know it is probably gross. I have sometimes wondered that as well. Like there was a house being built a few streets over and there were porta potties out front for a really long time. Sometimes I'd wonder, can I just pop in? I'm sure they lock them. I oh, mean, I have a terror of porta potties. I do not want to go in there. They're gross. I would just thank my lucky stars I didn't need to use it. Yeah. What if you needed to use it though? I, w- I wouldn't. I feel like I would go on the street before I would go in there because I have a fear that I'll somehow get locked in there and then I'm just in there with like a bowl of poop and yeah. stranger's poop and a mix of poop, which seems weird. Uh-huh. Like poop alone is gross. And then it's like a bunch of people's poops intermingling, which feels unnatural. Mm-hmm. The last time I, I sat in, in a porta potty, I like pulled in my pants and sat down and then just Oof. heard this voice outside go, fair warning. Uh, <laughs> when we go to the pumpkin patch out near where my sister lives, she lives in the Inland Empire. Mm. And I like think about it all day. I'm like, how little liquid can I drink? So I don't have to go uh-huh. to the porta body. But then it's always like 105 degrees too. So I'm like not drinking. Well, then I get a pinworm probably because I'm dehydrated. <laughs> so wait, you don't, you only drink one diet soda a year. Basically. I mean, not even that. In probably. a Star Wars movie. In a Star Wars movie. What do you drink most of the time? Water, Water. like a regular person? Yeah. Like uh, but I like tea, coffee. I drink a lot of coffee. God, I'm boring. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Lucas Passmore says, just me or everyone, there's something so satisfying about randomly hearing a song you like in a store rather than playing the song yourself. It's so rare that it happens. I feel like it never happens. Because all we ever do is go to the grocery store. I think I only notice when the song's annoying, when it's a song I don't want to hear. Yeah. The grocery store's playlist is all the songs you forgot about from the 80s and 90s. We're like, oh, yeah, ugh. I don't know what, research group told them that annoying your customers makes them buy more groceries. But, um, yeah, I, just, I feel like I shop online all the time now, so I never hear. Yeah. So I did go to a mall to get a dress for my sister's wedding because I had to get a specific color and I couldn't find it online. And I ordered like five dresses online and got them and they were all terrible. And so then I went to a mall and it was like a mall store 
where they continually ask you if you need help. And mm-hmm. I had not experienced that in like years because I just ordered shit online. And also I dressed like a 13 year old boy, basically <laughs> most of the time in like the same outfit all the time. But like they asked me if I needed help or if they could put something behind the register so many times that I, I think I counted 25 times <laughs> in the space of about 45 minutes. And the last person who did it, she asked me and I was like, I'm fine, thank you. And then as I walked away, I was like, oh my God, please stop. Like out loud before I could, I don't, I felt like I just wanted them to stop. Like it was a, siege. it was like a weird, is that weird? Now, now I'm doing it. Is that me or everyone? Do you is guys get weird? driven insane by people asking if you need help in the store? Yes. Although it's been a long time since I've been attacked by people trying to help me. I, but I feel like that used to be a thing that would bug me when I was younger and in stores, but now I feel like more often I have the experience where I'm, I actually have a question and it's hard to find someone, huh. but I was this, a it wasn't a department store. No, was no, it? it was like a, a, a just a clothing boutique. store. Yeah. I think I don't go into and those very often. I don't either. And I, I forgot that that's why like, I'm so right. introverted that that many people talking to me that are strangers in that short period of time. I'm like, please. I literally said, please stop. <laughs> I don't think she heard me <laughs> right. was, as I was walking away, but it just came out of you my screamed mouth. screamed it into a jacket. I guess. I yeah into a lovely jacket a lovely soft it, that's coat too much. Yeah, it bugs me but I don't feel like I get it a lot maybe I give off that vibe of like don't ask me the I question I usually but, do too I was in a CVS the CVS near me that I hate so much it's the end of the world and I was in there and I was really looking for something and this woman they kept coming up to me saying oh do you need help do you need help and then I said yeah you know I do need help I'm looking for these zinc lozenges zinc lozenges and I can't seem to find them and the woman was like oh uh, and then she just she looked around and she, went, and she went, well, they're, they're around here somewhere. And oh then my walked God. away. Oh my God. It's like, you called oh, her bluff. Yeah. I totally called her bluff. I was like, you oh had God. no intention of helping me. You know who doesn't know where anything is, is target employees. Oh yeah. The, sure. I feel like <laughs> they are in charge of a like 10 by 10 <laughs> square of the store and asking them about another department always sends them Forget into a it. meltdown cycle. <laughs> oh, that reminds me too that I had a run of being mistaken for a Target employee <laughs> oh, for like a lo- span of two to three years. I don't know what it was, but people would often ask me where things were and I would have to say over and over again, like, I'm sorry, I don't work at Target. <laughs> right. I must have an air of authority. But I think Target. it's like when you're wearing <laughs> red, right? Do you do you have like a like a fun One red time polo? I was wearing red, and sometimes I was not wearing red. Hmm. You look like the thought, human personification of Target. Is thank why. You. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. Target, so thank you. This is why. <laughs> Whenever I go to Wendy's house, I always end up spending eighty bucks. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Right? I just go in for a couple it's of just things. Those little square <laughs> bottles of vitamins are so appealing. <laughs> right. This is why I stopped wearing Hawaiian shirts at Trader, Trader Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I uh, went into a bank branch, and it had been so long since I had gone in that I didn't know that you don't use deposit slips anymore. And the woman even, when I said, like, oh, do you not have deposit? Do you not use deposit? I can't find deposit slips. And she thought it was a real hoot that I had said that. And she's like, how long has it been since you've been into a branch? <laughs> she's and, like, oh, you filled up your fountain pen for nothing. <laughs> I know. Um, I guess it's been a couple of years, which incidentally is how long she's worked there. But anyway, I was thinking, why do I wait in line to use the ATM? There's zero people in the branch. It's so pleasant in here. Mm-hmm. But then in the course of trying to just deposit something, she tried to sell me on like six different kinds yeah. of accounts and I'm like, oh, that's why you don't go sure. in because all of a sudden you are on the receiving end of someone doing a hard sell on a lot of stuff. There are some checking accounts that are like cheaper or whatever if you only use the uh, ATM. 
Interesting. They'll try mm. to incentivize you not to use the teller. Well, there's no one inside the bank. Yeah. When I went, there was no one in there. Hmm. I'll, I'll when I if I'm like depositing a check or something, I'll I'll go to the teller if the line isn't too long. It's kind of like that, you know, interaction. It feels safer. I'm like, hey, if yeah. something happens to the money, I could say I talked to this guy. I mean, that'll never happen. Like that is never <laughs> going to come up. But like, I like that. Do you feeling. find that they try to sell you though, or was I just there on sales day? I always if I if I feel that coming if. If I try and because she literally said we're just giving money away. <laughs> she said that exact have nine dollars. Yeah, <laughs> um, want to roll a dimes? Uh, I feel like if I I feel like I wait for a polite break, a polite pause in their sentence, and say, and, and I just try and say, um, I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of busy. Uh, I'll check it out online later. Oh, that's good. And then that usually shuts it, it down because hmm. I you know you don't want to slam them for doing their job. Right. But yeah. Also, shut the fuck up. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. All right. So we don't like to listen to songs and stories. <laughs> shot. Yes. The other day, I I was uh, I would I felt a, a I'm like I'm so glad I'm here. I was in a Whole Foods and they played a Devo song that wasn't Whip It. And I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> wow, you guys are playing a Devo song there, that's not Whip It. I love it here. Well, there you go. I, that's oh, yeah. like our jam. I mean, you know what? Oh no, I, I agree with that. The, the, the very rare instance when you go to a store where they play good music is, is it's awesome. nice. Yeah. yeah. You know what I didn't like? I took mm. my kids to see Peter Rabbit, and they put that song, I will walk 500 oh. miles, that drove a generation insane. Yeah. They, they put in a new movie. Hop? No, they didn't, but that would have been good. That would have been really funny. You should call the Peter Rabbit company <laughs> and tell them. But I was like, why did they bring this song right. back? I hope my kids don't want to listen to this song. <laughs> You so just ruined about it. the next three weeks for me. Oh, sorry. Oh, and also, oh. sorry. I know I'm telling you a lot of random stories, but okay. when I was in high school, my friend Genevieve then went off to BYU, and when she came back from either her first or second year, she said they had to ban that song at BYU dances because the kids would get so excited they'd get a little too wild. Whoa. <laughs> that, wow. What? Bad. That's a bad story. It that's, makes Mormons horny. Yeah, it made them wild. That's crazy. Such a bad song and it made <laughs> them wild. Oh, sad. <laughs> Whips them into a frenzy. <laughs> we did whip them into a frenzy. They wow. had to ban it. A lather. Jason Dick says, at potlucks, sometimes I get the nobody ate my weird casserole blues on behalf of the person who actually mm. made the still intact casserole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way. Especially when you, you don't know if it's like some recipe they're proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a family thing. I was. Yeah. One time I brought a spiced apple bunt cake to a party and I was Sounds like, nice. this is going to knock their socks off. I baked that's that was kind of the, mo- the all of it. I mm-hmm. baked. Look, this is gonna right. knock their I get there, and it's like everyone's gourmet desserty things. It was. It looked like sh- I could have brought a Jello mold. Oh, <laughs> it looked. Yeah, it was pretty sad. It was so. It was retro. I always. And no one was into it except me. I always dread when at work they're like everyone. You know, it's like a potluck situation sure. because you get such a broad. Um, you know, range of different tastes that people have. Like right. the thing that you're, the, the, what you imagine a particular dish tastes like is not what other people are used to. So you go, well, something like sloppy joe, or I don't know, like a casserole, it'll have weird spices in it from someone else. So it's constantly the shock of something I think is going to taste one way, tasting like something else. And uh, it Daniel has a, you have a real problem with potluck. I hate. I fucking hate potlucks. Yeah. You know, I, I what I like to do is get a big bowl and then put um, a loaf of white bread. You just shake it in there. <laughs> the slices 
in there and then nobody knows what to make of it people think you went crazy so they're not gonna say something one way or the other and you say have fun eating my children yeah and then, yeah and then you just walk away <laughs> sprinkle cheese that's what on i it. do yeah, yeah just confuse people that's confuse hilarious. and distract yeah bruised by dawn says i don't delete email addresses of friends that have passed reminds me to take a moment to think about them when i spot their names in my contacts list yeah i don't either because it's too permanent Oh, like delete? A, yeah, no, I'd leave it. Like my grandma's birthday is still in my calendar in my phone. I'm like, I'm not going to delete it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sad. I know. I should have given you guys a warning. That there was yeah. A, that's that's, that, that's sweet, that's sweet though. I think that's a, nice, that's a nice one. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's all of our futures. It's just yeah. when your 95-year email list is going to be like, oh, there's only one person oh, yeah. left who I you know can email. You know how those fucking Facebook remember this is are usually bummers? Think yeah. about when that's going to be dead people. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You it's feel not... like they're usually bummers? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. With me, I feel like it just always reminds me of uh, ex-relationships. Yeah. Those are uh, all my remember this is. Right. For me, remember everything. this person? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> everything on Facebook's a bummer, though. Like, that whole site is bummer town. <laughs> yeah. I've unfriended everyone who upset me. That's a so good idea. That's a good policy. I don't understand why keep people around who upset you. Either hide them or unfriend them. Yeah, and there's And welcome now. to life. Sure. Like, it's just like, it's yeah. not like you would, like, go hang around with people who are like, you know what I don't like? You know, anyone who's not white, you'd be like, I'm not hanging around with that person. But like, you let them linger on your Facebook page. Right. Well, you want to see pictures of their kids. Well, (laughs) their kids carrying their rifles around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sometimes if I retweet something that I that is political and then I don't get any guff, I'm like, oh, I finally muted enough. Yeah. 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 Okay, Brendan says, react. So, this is a just me or every dog. Mm, Reacts oh. the same way whether I've been away all day at work or was taking out the trash. Yes. I think dogs really don't, like, literally don't have a sense of time, though, right? Is there any dog here? I've always just taken it like it, Wendy doesn't know if I'm going to have been gone for, like, when I leave it. Is he leaving for a long period of time or a short period mm-hmm. of time? So she's Wendy just the excited. Dog. Wendy the Wendy dog. But also Sorry. me. <laughs> yeah, you too. I mean, like if sometimes. Well, what remember like last you. time I was here, you left the room for like 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, all right. You it's went to go have sex with the sure. dog. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I didn't know if you were coming back. And I got really nervous and I chewed through this part of the table <laughs> over here. I know. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and be- I mean, as a cat owner, I can say sometimes when it. When time goes by and you don't invite me on the podcast enough, I'll pee on the couch <laughs> to punish oh, yeah. you. That was you. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Point. So I just think they're they're just psyched that you're not leaving. I'm not. I'm not convinced that they, they don't have a sense of time. Although I don't think they do, but I'm not sure that's why. Get them. But get sh- your dog a little calendar to hang up. Near we their should food bowl. Yeah. <laughs> And lastly, Shannon Hurley says, I instantly lose respect for someone who pronounces Chipotle like Chipotle. And don't even get me started. Okay, well. People do that. Who says Chipotle? Or Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle, that's what it is. Chipotle. Growing up, my mom called it El Polo Loco. Oh, your mom sounds cute. (laughs) She is cute. I heard my dad say, did he say quesadilla or tequila? But your dad's doing that to be funny. I don't think so. Uh, my dad know. and no, just my dad. I think said you know the restaurant Maggiano's. Mm-hmm. He calls it Mangiamos, <laughs> and I'm like, I've told him 
25 times <laughs> and he still says Manjiamas. and i'm like just read it read it with your eyes i was in dad. a band called the angoras and my dad thought we were called the allegras that's cute it is it's yeah. an antihistamine but mm. i mean i think at a certain point he knew okay yeah so she meant chipotle yeah i just chipotle. didn't know how to pronounce chipotle it, somebody was just complaining about this on facebook get out yeah that their mom does it but that their mom also like does other good things so they can forget balance them. it out and then she says and don't even get me started on jalapeno mispronunciations what well would- i don't know see now i'm nervous that i that i did it the wrong way would like it be jalapeno jalapeno or, or jalapeno or whatever mm. or tortilla you know that yeah. kind of stuff hmm. all right let's call the whole thing off right <laughs> you guys it was delightful having you on the show yeah thank you for listening to the really part where i was weird and like whined about my not real problems that's every like. show honey <laughs> yeah but it was i was more aware of it tonight mm. well maybe we can cut some of it out jeff no, we don't. We're organic over here. I'm yeah, crazy. Jeff, Real. where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. <laughs> Old Town <laughs> State Park. Next right. Next right. Old Town dad. State Park. Next right. Next right. Like a douche. <laughs> Just send a loop of that to my dad and see how he handles it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Wendy? Um, I'm just at Wendy Molino on Twitter. And Jordan? Uh, yeah, I'm at Jordan underscore Morris, and I do a podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. Allison was on it mm-hmm. recently. I was. Doing a contest Sketch against test. Andy Richter. It was a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Get it wherever you get your podcast. Jordan Jesse Go. And follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. If you want to send it just me or everyone, send or tweet that to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Use the hashtag JMO. Go to AllisonRosen.com to find all the other social places that you can follow me. I recommend Instagram, uh, at AllisonRosen on Instagram. There's also um, t-shirts, ringtones, all sorts of fun stuff uh, on the website and Patreon.com slash AllisonRosen. Thank you guys again. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Good time, but now we gotta go.